When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. It makes the Starseed Kitchen podcast possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and more, just like I do with the Starseed Kitchen podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And be sure to like this episode of the Starseed Kitchen podcast and subscribe. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Starseed Kitchen Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. This is your source for information to empower you to be a positive seed for change in your community. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. I'll be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can thrive in 5D. Let's get started. Shamananda has spent a lifetime of training with Ascended Spiritual Masters and a decade of training personally with a living spiritual master and avatar. This has led Shamananda to become one of the world's leaders in advanced shamanic healing and guidance. A shaman is only as good as their consciousness. Self-purification of words, thoughts, and deeds is only the beginning of channeling pure spiritual guidance in a way that honors the recipient. Regardless of how naturally gifted you are, training is imperative for authentic spiritual growth and development. Shamananda works as a healer, accountability coach, and spiritual teacher to help her clients and students live their authentic lives. The work she does is customized and tailored to each individual. No two sessions are ever the same. For more about Shamananda, visit her website, shamananda.org. Yay! <laughs> hey, hello! How are you? <laughs> I am great. I'm great. It's good to see you again, Whitney. Good to see you as always. Well, thank you for coming on and chatting with me today about cleaning, clearing, and blessing a home. Whether you're just moving into a space or you've been there for years, um, but you feel like you need to make a shift in your home or it doesn't feel quite right for you. Um, it's, such, it's, a, it's such an important topic, so I'm glad we're talking about it today. So what, what, what brings people to call you and reach out to have their home clean, cleared, or blessed? Uh, I guess one of the more common complaints or, or concerns would be that there is bad energy in the home, or it just feels stagnant, or it feels old. 
uh, a lot of it's stagnancy. And, uh, you know, they're wanting to start to make changes in their lives. And they have an awareness that their home is actually creating an environment that isn't conductive to those changes. So they asked me what they can do to support. That's great. So do you find most people reach out to you because they've just moved into a space? Or are they currently living in the space and they've been there for years? Or is it kind of 50-50? I think it's about 50-50. It's it's more common when people first move into a space because they're already in the mindset of, hey, I want to create something new and beautiful here. Yeah. And and not it's 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 not as common for people to kind of backpedal and reevaluate their lives and take a look and say, what can I make new here instead, you know, out of the old into the new? So yeah, I guess it's more common, but people do both. Well, full disclosure, I recently just moved into a new space and I'm going to be having Shamananda come over to my place to help kind of set the intention and the energy in the home, just because so many other people have lived there um, that even though I'm in this space with all my stuff, it's taking a while for it to feel like my home. It feels like other people's stuff's here. And I'm really looking to upgrade my life in many different ways. Um, And so I want to make sure that I'm kind of setting a foundation, a place that I can come home to at the end of the day um, with that intention in mind. Yeah. And and when you were in your other place and you were there for a while, I came in and cleaned it out. So you kind of did both. You decided to reclaim an old space and now you're, you know, wanting to claim a brand new space. So you did, you did both, which is great. Uh, Do you remember the types of things I did the last time when I went, when I went in the first time? Yeah. So it was interesting. I had you over a few months after I had gotten back from a trip. And the room, had my bedroom specifically, had never felt the same since I had come home from that trip. And I felt like there was something in the room, specifically in this one corner. And the corner happened to be where my chair is that I meditated. And so I felt like there was something there. And there was also something constantly coming up to the right side of my bed, as if it was walking back and forth between the right side of my bed, which is where I sleep, in the chair where I meditate in, it kind of seemed to be stuck in that little area. Um, and I didn't feel safe in my room anymore. And I also felt like there was an energy there that didn't want me to leave the room. It was as if there was some energy that was feeding off of me. And so it, it tried to find ways to keep me stuck in my room all day instead of me getting outside and living my life. And I had to come over and I didn't tell you really that much um, and you nailed it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That corner in your room was very, it was heavy. It was heavy, but it, it felt as though something got to be mended in that corner. So uh, if you remember, I believe I sat there and I, uh, I did some toning in that chair, yes. didn't I? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I did some toning and then, uh, we definitely, we definitely did things like, uh, did we sage as well? Did we sage through the house or did we not? Because that doesn't always happen. That I don't remember. I do remember you um, feeling really, really sick when you were coming up to the house, really, really sick to your stomach. Yeah. Um, and you spent a majority of the time just in that chair. I see. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it's not about the entire house. Sometimes it's just about one area. And uh, sometimes it's about the walls or one wall or, um, you know, just one room. It just depends on the house, really. So it's, it's, it's not as cut and dry as people might think. So have you, have you done any homes recently? Have you cleaned and cleared any homes recently that you feel like you can tell us about 
why they called you and what you needed to do there? Yeah, I, I, I actually get called to do some pretty high, um, I don't want to say high level homes, I would say high profile homes where, you know, they're, they're famous for one reason or another. And one of them had to do with a famous TV show. I, I probably shouldn't say who or what, because I want to keep the privacy of the, of the people intact, but. Can you say what network the show's on? Uh, I think you know what it is. Was it C- Was it CBS? It's Bravo. Oh, it's Bravo. Okay. Yeah. Bravo. So leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. So, but the owner of the house, uh, you know, asked me to come and, and it was some, and the whole, everything was televised as far as all the horrible things that had happened in that house. And so, and I had never seen the show at all. I just, uh, went to do my job, but, and it was very unique because, you know, I didn't know anything about it, but I read the rooms the way through the events that actually happened. And she, uh, you know, she was able to let me know that, you know, my instincts were, were on the money, which, which helps as far as, you know, that the convolution of the home didn't, you know, uh, mask what I was seeing, which was nice uh, to know that I was on the right track. Uh, So I gave her some good advice and we did, uh, we, did a few changes and it felt a heck of a lot better in there. I can tell you that. So thank goodness she was able to enjoy her home again. Now, when you go to a home, how many hours are you spending there? It depends on the house. So this last house, because it was so large, uh, you know, it was, I believe it was three different floors and, you know, it had a lot of, um, really expansive uh, things going on and condensed things going on. I mean, that is six hours, you know, just for that house, but I can go into a house and be there for an hour and a half and be complete. So it depends on what happened in the house, what's going on in the house, uh, you know, where the problem is in the house. So if it's just a portal problem, you know, if there's a portal in the kitchen and, and, or in in somebody's bedroom and it's creating a ruckus, you know, closing that might not, might not take very long, but if it's, kind of a energetic imprint within the walls and the floor, you know, and it's, you know, or there's a lot of outbursts and trauma that happened in the home in every single room and it's ingratiated in the room, then it takes a lot longer. Got it. So for instance, when you come to my home, there have been, I know at least four different people that have lived in this home because I get all of their mail. For some reason, the mail of the people that have previously lived here, even if it was seven, eight, nine years ago, still comes here. So it's like, I, I feel like energetically they have not left when they're still allowing their mail to get sent here. Um, so their stories and imprints and the ups and downs in their lives are still here in this home and on the walls. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Especially if they were dramatic type personalities, uh, especially of a negative nature, you can get imprints that are positive too. You know, you can get, you can get that. Oh, I feel so good in here. I wonder why, because all of their love is sprayed all over the walls and in the carpets and, and, you know, and that, and that's a great problem to have, right? Because, you know, who doesn't want more of that in their home? Yes. But, you know, but when it's the other stuff and, and the, you know, every single person has a different type of, energetic imprint, you know, so when you're around them, they feel they have their their own specific vibe and feel. And and sometimes if you have multiple people in your walls, you know, of the imprint that they left behind, sometimes they don't all mix together very well. And it kind of comes out as soup, you know, and as a chef, I'm sure, you know, if you're putting the wrong ingredients in in a recipe, it doesn't always taste good. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's not, it feels like different rooms are aligned with different people. It doesn't feel like a cohesive home. And it feels like there's somebody, somebody stuck in each room. And I just find it really interesting that I get everyone's mail when I've lived in many different places all throughout the United States. I've never lived in a place where I received consistently the mail of all the previous tenants. I find that very, very odd. Well, I guess they, they, uh, but it, but it shows the consciousness too of the person, if they're still allowing their mail to go to an old home. I mean, what is that saying symbolically about how they felt about their own consciousness, you know, that they're living in the past, that they didn't clean up their past, that they didn't take care of everything in their past. You know, they'd rather somebody else have the problem. They don't care. They're not noticing. They're not as observant as they should be. Yada, yada, yada. Oh yeah. And I'm receiving IRS documents from people whose companies are still registered at my address and they don't know and they (laughs) haven't lived here for years. So it's going to be very interesting, I think, when you come over, because it seems like there are people that have left this place and they have not wanted to move on. So we'll we'll see how we can shift that for them. So that way I can move forward in my life. Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds like a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. So are there different symbols or tools that I should have in my house and other people can have in their house to raise the vibration of their home or once they have it kind of blessed and set to a certain space to kind of keep that flow. I know that sounds kind of broad and woo wooey. Yeah. You know, but, but certain things are very helpful. I mean, and are easy to get. Uh, So I guess the one thing that doesn't have any specific spiritual orientation, that would be the easiest, Mm -hmm. uh, depending on what, you know, you decide if you're, if there's deities or masters or things that you uh, like, you know, this isn't going to affect that. You can just have it universally, which uh, the one I'm talking about a stone called black tourmaline. Oh yeah, I have that. Yeah, so black tourmaline is really good for gridding. And if you don't know what gridding is, it's it's basically a way to line your home's walls with a rock, you know, a few feet apart along the wall, just, uh, you know, just so that it, it creates a grid, uh, creates kind of a a space where, you know, it's blocked off. So uh, gridding, gridding with stones. Black tourmaline is really very well known for that. And you can get it quite easily. You can order it uh, online uh, very easily. So there's that. If you don't mind, uh, you know, if you're the spiritual type that actually likes to have different types of masters around, having pictures or photos of masters on your walls actually brings the vibration up in your house exponentially. Uh, So, you know, if you're really wanting your place to feel good, that's why uh, certain people might go as simple as just putting a, you know, a framed painting of Buddha. That's nice. And then they go farther and they add a bunch more and then they'll have an entire wall of that because it really, I mean, the resonance from there uh, becomes electrifying in a really nice way. So there's that as well. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're Christian and you like crosses, of course, you know, that's going to bring up the resonance of your house, particularly because you have a lot of uh, passion for that specific symbol. And, you know, because it represents a spiritual master like Christ, I mean, of course, right. So it just depends on what you believe in and what you're comfortable with, but those are a few suggestions I would give. Perfect. What do you think of, have you heard about bay leaves and putting bay leaves above your door? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a nice one. Uh, bay leaves are nice. Uh, you know, there's there's a bunch of different types of herbs and things that will will support if you if you know you can put some in a bowl and crush them. Uh, you know, I don't actually have the list in front of me, but there there are quite a few that you can actually and easily researchable to just do a quick Google search of hey, what herbs protect my home, and you know you can mix them in a bowl and use it as a display or uh, some sort of uh, decoration, and people, no one will know. They'll just say, oh, this is pretty and you'll say ah, it's protecting me <laughs> what do you think of the like traditional turkish um evil eye i think again it goes back to your belief system okay. so if you believe that that's going to protect you and you have a passion for that and you feel it in your heart then absolutely use it other people will look at that symbol and they feel afraid so if you, mm-hmm. it makes you feel fear for yourself then don't use it okay. just use common sense is there are there anything Is there anything out there that is actually not effective that you hear people use? I think the best way to answer that question is to understand that you are the fifth element. So, uh, you know, which is your spirit and your spirit is extremely powerful. So once you allow to that your spirit to engage in certain types of symbols and uh, belief systems in a specific way, you actually have the power to do just about anything. So, no, I think that I think that anything can be uh, an incredibly powerful uh, tool to to protect your home, but you get to have you get to feel that uh, and use the fifth element. You get to use your spirit in order to properly engage it. And once you do that, then you can make anything happen. Perfect. That's good to know. So we can collect these things in our travels and as we grow spiritually, and as long as we believe that they can protect our home or protect us, then they'll do the work. They'll do the work. And it's it's because your spirit is so powerful and, and magical in that way that if you engage uh, that part of yourself in conversation and in your belief system, you can actually create miracles with that aspect of you. So it's not about making up a story and just saying, okay, I guess this is what's going to happen. Although, you know, using your imagination is important, but it is also... It's it's more about realizing the power that you already have within you and making that work for you. So if you send a message to your unconscious mind that, listen, symbolically, I know that historically this specific thing works, it resonates here and you, and you can feel it in your heart and, and uh, you know, your spirit and your heart are saying, yes, this is something that's actually going to work for us. Then you get to listen to that because, you know, because your spirit is so powerful, it knows what's going to work for it. So just be aware and be aligned with that. Hi, I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond Real Salt, prepare the blends listening to kundalini mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high-vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, on starseedkitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy.
So if I wanted to take matters into my own hand, Laura, let's say I just don't know somebody like you that could come to my home. And all I know what to do is to burn sage or Palo Santo or sweet grass. What am I supposed to actually do with it? So what am I supposed to actually do when I walk around my house with the, um, with it burning, not when it's on fire, obviously, but when the smoke's coming off of it and walking around my house, what am I actually supposed to be doing with it? That's a really good question. And I think it, a lot of people don't understand that simply burning uh, sage or Palo Santo isn't going to be enough to actually clear your home. You get to engage your, uh, you have, you have, you get to engage the body. So the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional bodies to everything that you do when you're trying to create uh, something like protection. So as an example, if you're burning something to create and manifest protection, then you get to be engaging your physical body, but you also get to be engaging your emotional body as well, as an example, and your mental thinking about what you're going to be creating. So you, they all get to be engaged at the same time. And the one thing that's going to protect you faster than anything is love. So if you're uh, spreading love around your home, you know, with your sage, then you get to engage that element. And if you're not, you're missing a really important piece. Some people do that with singing and chanting, and that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, find a chant that really moves you. Use your voice so it resonates through your body. That's great. Uh, you know, but don't forget to add that because just simply burning sage is not enough. So I've traditionally saged myself and then saged my bedroom or my whole home with the intention of I'm clean, cleaning and clearing the space of all negative energy and psychic debris in this dimension in all dimensions. Is that not enough because I'm not incorporating love? I would say, I mean, that's, that's nice to have that intention and, and it, it'll do something, but the, the stronger you want it to be mm -hmm. is, is when you get to engage in a, a powerful emotions. So if you want something to be really powerful, you get to engage in powerful things like love or, uh, you know, or passion uh, for whatever you're doing. And if you can engage those two things, then yes, it's going to be, oh, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be powerful. But if you leave it out, then it's going to be what it is. It'll, it'll, it'll have the resonance of what your intention is. So this gentle breeze of, yes, this is what I'd like to create. And that's fine if that's what you want. But keep it in mind, depending on what you're trying to create, you might want something with a little more. Oops. It could be more powerful. Jamananda mm -hmm. is always trying to get me to move from my mind to my heart. And it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but the more you do, the more you win. So and I love seeing you win. It's so. very true, but it's obviously so much easier. And I'm sure other people can relate. If, you know, if someone can just tell me what to say, I'll do it, you know, instead of having to feel it and adjust the mantra or the chant according to how you feel or what you really are tapping into needing, you know, because then you're, you're operating from the heart instead of the mind. And, you know, for some of us, that's uncomfortable. Yes. And, and that's okay. So I would say for the, those of you that feel uncomfortable uh, engaging your heart in a process with, with anything in life, with people, with yourself, you know, just be really gentle on yourself and, uh, you know, move continually challenge yourself to move outside of your comfort zone. And, uh, you know, step by step until eventually, you know, you're able to engage your heart in everything that you do. And I think you'll find that it's a beautiful way to live. Well, any experiences that you've had with cleaning, clearing, or blessing a home that you think uh, would help any of the listeners in uh, 
in their experience are finally taking action on, on getting their home cleared if they've been dragging their feet? Sometimes I feel like clearing a home, sometimes authentically. Okay, so I have, I have two different examples. Authentically, I know if there's, if there's really paranormal activity happening in a home. It's legitimate. It's going on. Things are moving, flying off the walls. Spoons are moving. It's, it's, it's nuts. I've been there and I've, seen, I've been in those homes and I've, I've uh, corrected or healed those situations successfully. And I've also been in homes where it's all in people's heads. And I, and I mean this with love, you guys. I really do. You, you know, but it's important, I think, to be really honest with yourself about what's real and what isn't. Uh, so, you know, in the situations where there's actual paranormal activity going on, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, that's don't be impressed by it is rule number one. <laughs> don't allow your ego to be impressed by it because okay. the people that do believe stuff is going on, their ego is impressed by the idea that something could be going on. And that's why they created it to begin with. And if that's going on, then maybe just maybe there's some healing that you get to do with your ego to uh, understand why you would get to elevate yourself in that way. Is it for attention? Is it because you're feeling small? Is it because, you know, uh, no one ever sees you that kind of thing you know just be really honest with why you might create something that isn't real uh so and i'm not saying that it's you i'm not not you whitney just generally anyone yes. out there yes. uh, i'm not saying that's you you might be one of those people that it's real uh but also just consider that you know be realistic because there's plenty of people out there that make up a bunch of stuff and i just came from a house that was like that and uh, the girl that I, it was just, it wasn't real. She, it was all in her head. Uh, and it was, it was very clear. She was just trying to get attention from her parents, but I've been to the house where the things are coming off the walls and that was crazy. So get real, you guys. <laughs> so how does somebody find a proper professional, real person to clean and clear their home? Like, how do they find an authentic practitioner? That's not just going to take their money and not do anything. <sighs> Wow. You know, that's, that's a really, really good question because there's so many people out there that are con artists and they're going to tell you a bunch of stuff that you want to hear just so that they can go in and collect money. I would say you can tell when somebody's being authentic. Uh, the authentic practitioner doesn't need a lot of bells and whistles to do their job, to be, to be truthful. They're just simply authentic in what they do. I mean, I have people coming in my office all the time and, and I, I crack silly jokes and I do all kinds of things while I'm removing things from their bodies. And, you know, I don't need to do a bunch of Oh, the universe, this and so and so is saying this to me right now. And I, I don't need to do that because they know what's happening to them is real. And it is. So bottom line, if they're trying to uh, create uh, emotional instability within you uh, and they have the solution and you get to come back over and over and over again to get more money or your house is in disarray. And oh my gosh, if someone doesn't go in and save you, then you know, you're going to have all kinds of spirits going through there, creating bad luck. Just, you know, you, you can tell by the way the person usually is, is talking and it's usually kind of a practice little speech that they use. So uh, that's, that's how I spot them anyway. So I don't know about you. What do you, what do you think, Whitney? Well, I think you have to look for someone to clean and clear your home. Like you look for any teacher or practitioner mm -hmm. and you have to use discernment. You often need to find someone who's gone to that person before, but that's also, that's not a sign that that person's authentic. You know, anyone can be manipulated 
even your friends. Sure. Um, but I think you really have to listen to your gut. And if something's saying no, you really need to walk away and, and, and keep looking until you find somebody that it feels right. Yeah. You know, even if they are authentic, they might not be for you. You know, yeah. you guys might not be a good fit and, and that's okay too. So, you know, especially with things that are so personal, like your home and your belongings and, you know, uh, different things that are happening in your home, you're going to want to be around somebody you feel safe with. And so it's yeah. okay if they're authentic and you still don't want them, you can keep looking. Do so. you, when you go and do a home, do you ever give homework to the person whose home you cleared? Okay. Oh, yeah. Cause so that, that actually does happen where you go into a home and you realize the person that lives there in order to keep up what you've done, they need to start bringing in different spiritual practices. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What does that look like? What are some of the homework assignments you have to pass out to your clients after they, you've cleared their home? Well, you know, sometimes it's about their clutter uh, as an mm. example, uh, because clutter can attract some really nasty stuff now. And I've been in homes where some, the clutter is 50 years old. I'm not even kidding up in a closet somewhere where it's just, and it's in complete disarray and it smells and uh, you know, and what's coming out of there is, is not so great, you know, sometimes, and they complain about stagnancy and not getting anywhere in their life. And you're thinking, well, well, you know, this is a symbol of that. You do realize that, right? I mean, you never clean this. It's been 50 years. That is the definition of stagnancy. If you do it in your physical, you can do it, you know, through and then it, it ingratiates through your 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 uh, spiritual and your emotional body and then your uh, your unconscious thinks wait I'm I don't have to be stagnant anymore I'm actually doing something different so there's those types of things and then there's things where you know if if family members are clearly not talking to each other in a loving way then it's it's really about hey so. Uh, this week, you get to journal about how, uh, you know, how grateful you are for your family and why, as an example. So depend if I don't truly have permission to get in there and, and get in their face and say, listen, you're, you're not being very nice to your, to your family or your husband or your mother, then, you know, sometimes I'll go in the back door and say, let's, uh, let's do some journaling about how grateful you are for your family and why, you know, which is, is, is it's a, it's kind of a back door. So sometimes I get to be, you know, in order to really, truly support people, uh, you know, if they're not willing to, oops, if they're not willing to, um, uh, you know, grow in a certain kind of way, you know, but they really want to keep the tranquility of their home that we just created, then, you know, there's always a back door, just like in a house. <laughs> yeah. There's always more than one way in and one way out. Mm -hmm, exactly. So. so if people wanted to learn more about you or book a session with you, where can they find you? Uh, you can go to uh, shamananda.org. And so my name is Shaman and then Anda, uh, shamananda.org. Put those two words together, stick it up there, find my website and you can uh, book me through there. And I'd love to see you. I, I, we're, in, uh, we're in Orange County. So if you're in the area, I, I have a lot of people flying from all over coming to see me. So if you're one of those types that can do that, then that's cool too. I'd love to see you. Fabulous. Well, as we wrap up our conversation, can you leave our listeners with like one healthy tip for themselves or for their home that they can consider adding in to their life just to improve their overall well-being? Sure. I would say when it comes to your home specifically, your home is a metaphor for how you live your life. So pay attention to what you're doing in the home uh, in every single room. As an example, if, if your kitchen is a demonstration on how you uh, create nutrients for yourself, what kind of state is it in? You know, is it clean? Is it, uh, you know, do you have fresh fruit foods on the counter? 
Is your, is your, you know, is your fridge, does it have fresh things in it? Does it need to be wiped down? These are all metaphors for how you're actually living your life. So it's not just there, but maybe your laundry room, the bedroom. Did you clean your bedroom? Are you, are you sleeping in clean sheets? Are you making your bed every day? All of these things can be researched and looked up. Uh, research what the symbol of a bed means. You know, if, if you're finding that, you know, maybe you're always eating on the bed and you're always standing it, look up the symbols because there's reasons for why you're doing that behavior. And it's actually clues to how you can do better in your life uh, overall. Because what you do in one thing is a lot of the time how you do things with everything. So yeah. Does that make sense? So I would just take a really good look at the symbology of what you're creating in your home and in your car and in your office and, uh, you know, ask yourself, how else is this showing up in my life? And I think you'll find that uh, you'll be surprised with the answer. Yeah, we didn't even touch on the symbology of the home in different rooms. And that's so important. We'll have to have that conversation (laughs) another time because it's the one that I enjoy most about spending time with you. You make me look at kind of everyday happenings in my life um, and how I look at my home and other places I stay in a completely different way when I think about the symbology of it. It's really powerful and it's not discussed enough. I agree. And I think it's it's a clue as to how people can live their lives in a more conscious way. And uh, the more people understand how it works, I think the easier it'll get. I mean, we dream every night, right? Which and Which is symbology all on its own that we should be translating daily. And if you don't dream or you forgot about them, then there's ways to trigger that and to remember them again or to be able to see them again. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, these are all things that should be looked at. I mean, it's so important for your growth. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Well, this was fantastic. I hope to have you on again in the future. Um, you just have so much wisdom. And I, of course, am so looking forward to you coming to my place and supporting me and making it my home. So thank you. Well, it's always an honor speaking with you, Whitney. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Starseed Kitchen podcast. For more Starseed Kitchen, visit our website at starseedkitchen.com and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods, organic spices, which you can purchase on starseedkitchen.com. And you can find me and follow along on my cooking adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.